Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. Protonic reversal. With Conan Neutral. Sonic Reversal is on the air. Good morning, good people of the world. Welcome to the show. Got a great show for you today. We have all kinds of wonderful tunes, good times, your calls. Uh, We also have a special guest in the studio today. It's Robert. Hello, Robert. Hey, how's it going? You have such a soft and melodious voice. I feel, <laughs> I feel like you need to... How pleasant of you to say, Conan. <laughs> I feel like... Hold on. I feel like you should have something uh, more effect-laden. I get the implication. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Say something. How's this? Yeah, I think we can make something really... Uh... Does my voice sound good now? Yeah, there you go. That's... It'll world. Like the voice of the one above. Oh, here we are, face-to-face couple silver spoons, Thursday morning, doing some rocking, doing some rolling. It's going to be a good time. Well, hello, Brenna. Is this thing on? Yes, yes, that, that thing is on. That's a microphone. You can speak into it, and people across the world Does will hear a voice. Does it make sounds back? It... <laughs> Is it like a musical instrument? It, it's much like a musical instrument, it yes. It's, it's, okay. it's, 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 very, it's very close to that. So we're going to get situated here, and it, it's going to be it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a lovely thing that uh, will be pretty much good times for all involved. And while we do that, I'm going to uh, play a song. How about that? Um, the song you're hearing now, which also counts as a song, is... Song Ozark Bowtie by the excellent band Tilts, but we do have a exclusive for off of the new record Quattro Hombres 
four tilts later on the show. Before we get into that, though, I am going to play a song by a little band that you may have heard of called Repeat After Me. This is uh, The Volcano. Yeah. 
All right, the volcano. That is a. I don't know if that's exactly a premiere, but it's darn close to it. Uh, for it's certainly a premiere for Radio Valencia off of the excellent Repeat After Me record, Map Maker. One hundred percent agree. Now there's a. Uh, this is a second Repeat After Me record. Now, I haven't actually seen the physical product, but uh, and if you're if you're looking at the website or at the app, you should be seeing the yeah the the album cover that Rob is displaying right now, which is a map of the United States, and there's a there's a crayon sort of theme thing it's going intended on. Intended to right? be colored in with crayons. I right. wanted you to bring bring a. Make the United States colorful again, which I, I believe in you. I believe you can do that. <laughs> now we wanted we wanted you to have a, some kind of creative element to it, and make it a little bit different. So sure, left it pretty uh, pretty stark on purpose, and uh, include crayons. And you can add whatever whatever you like to it, and personalize it, and make it. It's, it's a neat idea. I, I like that. <laughs> Does it come? How many colors come in the set? Oh, I think we're doing five or six. You know, okay. chosen by myself. You know, you know, is there going to be a, the deluxe edition that's like double double vinyl with like the 162 crayons? Sure, set? sure. Right? Hit, so hit me up. We'll talk. Yes, <laughs> I got to deal with the Crayola factory over in PA. <laughs> so, for those that are not in the loop, uh, repeat after me. Is do I have to speak of in past tense? How 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 are we working this? Like what's what's going on here? Yeah, I think uh, unfortunately I think the band has has sort of dissolved. But uh, we did spend a bunch of time putting together this record in the last two years and uh, had a lot of fun with it. And um, you know, and this just, is off your your first record uh, from the mountaintop. From that, the mountaintop, uh, I'm yeah. Familiar with? Got some serious jams on put it. Out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. uh, played some shows and then set to work on this one pretty much immediately and. You know, same old story. Just spent a lot of time on it. Wanted to kill each other at times, but it all worked out. <laughs> well, yeah, so I guess that's always the question, right? Is is our relations still friendly? Have diplomatic tensions become heated at all? Like sure. What's- no, no, yeah, we're, we're all good friends. Um, the band is kind of made up of two sets of really, really old friends. Uh, so myself and the bass player have been hanging out and friendly for about 20 years. We both sure. grew up in Delaware. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric and Aaron... Also, I've uh, been playing in bands for the last ten plus years. Uh, they met over at Berkeley, I believe. Right, Eric, the the, the guy with with the ripping leads in, in that last exactly. song, shreddy skunk like guitar solo. General Ripper has been in uh, many many great bands: uh, Pegatar, Boy Jazz, Stagel Pony Boy. All with Aaron, the drummer. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> they so definitely have a simpatico sort of thing. Long history of, of of rocking. Yes, long a long history of rocking. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so then. So, that's so at what point did you realize, okay, repeat it for me, is, you know, we're kind of maybe as a functioning unit not going to be around so much, and it became more about documentation. No, we basically stopped practicing a while back, you know, all the standard reasons, uh, careers, babies. I'm actually getting ready to leave the city. Uh, Interesting. For good. Okay. Because you've, so. you've been a pretty long-time San Francisco resident, right? Uh, yeah, I've been here for about 11 years. Okay. Uh, but I'm moving on in a couple days. Where, where to... I'm actually the moon. No, Are you I'm, announcing I'm, that you're going to the moon, Rob? That's correct. Yes, yes. I found work. <laughs> you found mining, work at the moon. <laughs> mining ore. Uh, no, no. I'll be moving on to uh, Taipei for uh, for work. I'm working on wow. Uh, okay. Fluent in Chinese and uh, working a bit over there. So that's yeah. a that's not a lateral move. No. I mean, maybe up. in latitude, but in, it's no. It's yeah. No, it's down in latitude. It's uh, okay. subtropical. That's, yeah, that's should cool. be a great time. Yeah. 
So I'm excited. That's, yeah, that's no, more normally people will say, "Oh, I'm moving to Portland." Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, whatever. You and seven thousand other people, but yeah, I got to say that that's the first time uh, Taipei has been the answer. I've that. been wanting to get over there for quite a while, so it's a good. Uh, it's exciting for us. But yeah, we've actually already moved out of our place. We're kind of uh, nomads at the moment, so it's a little. You're just waiting until you get the the protonic reversal bump. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Send me on. My move way. a few units. Get yeah. a little uh, yeah. protonic yeah. reversal bump. The bump? The bump, the protonic reversal. You haven't heard like, about this? A bun in the oven bump? Or? Oh, no, no, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> are, we, are we ready for that? Uh, on, on the mic, we have none other than DJ Real Time Drop. DJ Real Time Drop, hello. Glad you could make it. We should adjust your mic stand at some point. That might be a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty tall. This is. You can, you can kind of just do like droopy. a giraffe number, just kind of, yeah, neck down. That's, yeah. That makes some great visual radio, for sure. Uh, well, how about this? Since uh, w- w- let's talk a little more about your thoughts on leaving San Francisco after we hear the song San Francisco. That is called Professional Segway, folks. And this is a song called San Francisco by a little band called Repeat After Me.
San Francisco by repeat after me. That's on a, a record called Map Maker. We are we're here with one of the head map makers, Mister Mr. Rob. How do you say your last name? Cassis. Cassis. Yeah, like as in creme de. Lots of innuendo. Mm. I know. <laughs> Gross. So that's uh, as we mentioned that that comes with crayons. <laughs> As well as uh, excellent vinyl, you can get repeataftermebandcampcom right? Yeah, is that what, it's that's pressed that's on what it clear is? vinyl. Yeah, we wanted to go with the stark uh, design. I really like clean design, and we wanted to make it uh, so you could color it in. So it comes with the crayons, and have at it. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, if, if that's the kind of thing you're into, and I am, then you'll be uh, you'll, you'll you'll be pretty stoked. Well, you know, I watched the Sesame Street "How Crayons Get Made" uh, video <laughs> uh, many many years ago, and, and probably again and again and again, and uh, I was very very motiv- moved by it. So, I find that the uh, on, on Netflix, uh, I don't know what channel it actually airs on, but the How Stuff Works is sort of like the the Sesame Street you know electric oh, yeah. company for for adults. Oh yeah. Uh, to a certain degree, and, and I mean that as a compliment. Also, uh, to be clear, but how is how is your microphone now? Like again in giraffe position. Like how, how did it this has, happen? It has a problem. Yeah, it's. I'm not good with technology. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> from your own from your own words. Just be gentle. <laughs> wow. DJ real time drop. There we go. So that drop for DJ real time drop uh, was by a friend of the show. And friends who were we were speaking of during the break, Happy Fangs, who are currently on tour and are playing New York at pianos tonight. It's a great little club. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually got to kind of hassle f- some friends to to go out to that because they're they're a firecracker of a band. As anybody who listens to the show knows, they play the Radio Valencia benefit because I would shut up about it for weeks at a time. But they were wonderful. I mean, they, they were they, wonderful. I mean, we were just we were just talking about how, you know, they Happy Things brings the damage. They're a very good. Uh, uh, yeah. They're a very good band. Rebecca is a heck of a front. She is maybe one of my favorite front people going right now. I have yeah. to say, and th- and they're playing um, D.C., Burtonsville, Maryland. That's I guess like that. That's the one they were talking about. That's the uh, benefit for some governor. Oh, the gubernatorial man. lady. Of yeah. some kind. That, that was a they funny story. Check the podcast for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, who is this? <laughs> is she a tea party? What's going on? I don't follow politics below the Mason-Dixon line. There you go. <laughs> uh, Chicago, Pittsburgh. They're playing a place called the Bovine Sex Club in Toronto. Hot. So There you go. Right. Uh, but happy things, yeah. Th- th- check check that out if you're... I know we, we have some people listening from the East Coast. and they, Passing right through my home state of Delaware, not stopping off. No, they're, on, they're not, not playing Wilmington at the uh, Mojo how, 13. How di- oh, Conan, I didn't know how much you knew. <laughs> oh, my. Now you know. Now I you know. know all. We have answers. We have answers here for Conan Reversal. Yeah, it's an up-and-coming venue <laughs> in an up-and-coming city. It's an up-and-coming clown mouth that you walk into. Right, exactly. Wait, I don't know what this is. Explain it's, it's, it to me. We're, we're into deep Delaware references at this point. Um, yes, I, I have actually played Wilmington, Delaware at Mojo 13. I didn't know that. Which is my one and only Delaware reference that I've I have. I've never played Delaware. <laughs> it, was, it was an amazing scenario. And while I'm, I'm not big on having a tour reminiscence be a, a big part of the show, I will say it was most notable for the fact that it was Chris Bull like the drummer for Replicator, my old band's birthday, we drove 11 hours straight from Indianapolis to Wilmington, Delaware to load in to the Club Mojo 13, where we loaded in through a clown's mouth to go on stage and play immediately after driving for 11 hours straight. Awesome. Happy birthday. 
Yeah, a clown's yeah. mouth. A clown's that's, mouth. That's no, the kicker. And also, we met a few people that uh, that had never been outside Delaware. And it's like, how is that possible? This place is like the size of my neighborhood. It has a gravity to it. It, yeah. it, it, it sucks you in, yeah. Well, actually, because on a, on a given day of errands, it's so small that on a given day of errands, you can actually find yourself in Maryland, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. Yeah, see, that, that, that's something that, that it's like, how <laughs> so have you not left? You would almost have almost to work at it, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, how does that? When we were in college, you couldn't buy alcohol on Sundays at the state-run liquor stores, but you could just go across state lines to Maryland, 10 minutes. Yeah, and, sorted. So that was mm-hmm. the spot, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, so, you know, speaking of locations and moving and stuff, San Francisco, you're, you're, you've had a you know a bit of a love affair with San Francisco like like many of us that uh, oh definitely here, right and but it seems like that that song is almost sort of like a, a coda if you will like a Led Zeppelin a coda bit. I think I'll be back I think I consider this place home at this point um, um yeah I love it but um yeah I've been having some reflections about that I think I got to the ten year mark last year and started thinking pretty hard about maybe moving on and trying something else. Just to get some perspective, to love it again, you know, to learn right, to love sure, again. Sure. Then, you know? yeah, so. If you love it, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> if it comes back, then you know. That's there, the thing, right? There you go. Yeah, right. that, that's, that's, when, very, that's very poetic. When, DJ when Real Time said that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said that once before. So, how, like, what changes have you seen? Uh, 10 years, let's see. So, 2000. Yeah, so, okay. That, I mean, there's been some pretty significant changes sure. since then. Yeah, that Divis corridor really changed, I feel like. I yeah. lived over there um, early in, in, in the lower hate when I first came, and uh, that's perked up quite a bit. Right. Um, I mean, you know, I think the essence is still the same. I think people are freaking out about nothing to a certain extent. A lot of, a lot of, uh, unnecessary uh, hating and you know griping but uh, yeah the essence of it is still the same the weather's still the same it's still like schizoid in all its ways yeah exactly oh, yeah. the weather's still the same I mean yeah. you gotta do a lot to get a look on the street you know what I mean I, that's what I noticed immediately you know mission bingo this morning uh, on the way into the studio I, I saw a, a middle aged woman with a, with a very sour face walking diagonally against traffic across the street without looking right that, like yeah, straight into traffic, sure. and just you know, yeah. just not not caring even a little bit. That, yeah, that was one of my. What are you gonna do? What Hit are you me. gonna do? Right? Yeah, no, that's one of my earliest memories is being out with a friend and she was wearing like a bright yellow polka dot, like a crazy looking dress, and mm-hmm. I thought we were gonna get a lot of looks, and no, no one bats an eye. Nope. And I was like, oh, well, I'm clearly in a city now. I'm in San Francisco. The unflappable San Francisco, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there, there's not, there's not much not much to say for that. Uh, so, getting back to the subject of, of Map Maker and Repeat After Me. Yeah. So, we mentioned, you know, real life kind of seemed to like, kind of intercede into like the, the rock and roll life. But it still was important for you guys to document these songs and the, oh, yeah. the, these, these ideas and things along those lines. Yeah, we've, uh, been, we've been working on this for quite a while. I mean, truth, we laid down the bass tracks about two years ago. Uh, had a great experience. Went up to Louder Studios in okay. Cross Valley. with uh, uh, Tim Green's joint. Tim Green, yeah. man. Sonic. Good dude enchanter wizard guy really chill um you know it's got a place for the band to stay kind of out there in nature sort of ensconced in the music tim green's a guy you can you can often you know find out at at, you can see him at shows too especially way back when and uh you know oh that makes sense he is important that's why he looked important indeed (laughs) right uh yeah no he gets out he gets out and about but then at times i think he's told he was telling us uh i was just there last weekend as well and uh 
Yeah, he said he has, sometimes he doesn't leave the. Uh, he isn't going to town you know, for a week. Ta- so. Exactly, because now that he's moved louder over in the Grass Valley, exactly. uh, it's, it's you know he's got sort of a remote locale. He's got his where, compound, yeah. and uh, well, well, why do you need to go anywhere? Why do you need to go anywhere? <laughs> he's got his pool. He's got his dog. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's great over there. Uh, yes, yeah, so we had a great experience. We really wanted to bring him to full light. Spent uh, some time, you know, doing some overdubs and. Uh, in various uh, locations and living rooms and uh, yeah, because there's rooms, I mean there's uh, that that first song uh, the volcano there's like I I I, I believe off mic I call it Chicago esque mm, yeah and I, I think that that's both accurate and like I said I meant that as a compliment like it was definitely like oh wow oh, I, I go, took it as a compliment. going for it all right sure. yeah <laughs> I, yeah it seemed complimentary but not <laughs> being from. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed complimentary. No, no, no. Not being from Chicago or ever having lived there and really no. only spent one day there. I meant Quickly, the, what do you I mean by that? I meant the band Chicago. Oh, the band Chicago. Yeah. Not the play. Okay, that would makes way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Forget I said anything. No, no. That's that's fine. That, Let's that, clarify. That, that, that's... that's that that's how it rolls here. It's it's live radio, and the the misunderstandings are are just as important as the as the. Let's mention some other place names in this interview. Like <laughs> yeah, there's a band called Boston too. By the way, there's a band that's called right. Kansas. That's mm, oh. also we don't speak of them. <laughs> <laughs> they should. You know, I, I, mentioned. I will say that in an interview for. Uh, for uh, my band, uh, there was a guilty pleasures question, and, and I gotta say, carry on my wayward son is a bit, is a bit of the closest thing to a guilty pleasure I can say because I think Kansas fairly irredeemably sucks. Yeah, um, I can't I as can a band. Not, I for don't sure. know any songs besides Carry On and Dust in the Wind, so I, it's hard. For, I assume it's pretty rotten, man. They're terrible catalog, yeah. but no, Carry On, My Wayward Son is it's a good, pretty rocket. It's got it's that's a good song. Yeah, yeah it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we'll remember watching that Guar cover. Like oh, few, of course, the one, back. the uh, yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, dude. Dave Rocky, and and they're doing there's like a Guar festival that they're they're doing they're um they're not shooting his ashes out of a cannon because that was Hunter S. Thompson, but there's some equal like like there's gonna be like a ceremonial burning thrown on a canoe Viking style awesome. like and uh, yeah it's it's. it's 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 pretty interesting that you know Guar had kind of got to let's let's just get a little bit of. Um, a little bit of background. There we go. Yeah. Hey, Radio Valencia, Protonic Reversal. Got a little Kansas coming at you. <laughs> air guitars everywhere. <laughs> what does the beat drop? Don't you cry no more. I'm an un- unapologetic fan of this stuff, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. This and some sticks music and all that 70s greatness. Stick, no sticks is kind of amazing because, because sticks, it's almost like. There really are spinal tap to a certain degree. Like there's oh, a reviewer yeah. that, that likened them to a parking lot full of whale vomit, and then there's <laughs> and there's the, uh, the, the 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 takeaway and, and the behind the music is I mean a little whale vomit sure but a parking lot full, right. which I thought was just a pretty amazing. Uh, That's a good measurement. A parking lot. A parking lot yeah, full I'm of whale use that vomit. Now. Of anything. Of a any parking food. lot full of anything. Dave Rock area. Yeah. Yeah, he nailed it. That's pretty good. Oh, Dave. If only you guys could see his costume. (laughs) So, while we listen to the soothing sounds of Guar playing uh, Carry Out My Wayward Song, uh, which really, (laughs) I almost shouldn't have put this up because the visuals are very very arresting, but 
I mean, there there is a pretty unabashed love of. Uh, I'm gonna turn it down. Guar, you're just, you're just too loud. I'm sorry. You're too ding dang loud. Uh, there is a pretty unabashed love of classic rock with all things repeat after me, and it seems like that's something that's definitely like a part part and parcel of, of your of, of the Rob thing. Like you know, the, the chop had more of almost AM gold kind of side of that, but for sure, yeah, that's just the stuff I grew up on. I mean, the first I think, uh, well, I started on hair metal, I believe, but then uh, quickly transitioned <laughs> into yeah, the first tape I bought was Doctor Feelgood. I'm pretty sure, but quickly transitioned into uh, CCR comps and uh, into you know the Beatles, obviously, and all the kind of stuff that came after that it's actually only been in the last though maybe maybe 10 years that i've been into the sort of super 70s sort of just flipped the switch in my brain yeah so was, was that awesome. a, was that a thing that uh like was that a conscious choice or is that just what you gravitated well, you towards know, listen to, or? you know i listened to uh, various jazz things in college and kind of got into that avant-garde style of uh uh, you know, playing, and then so got into Steely Dan there, and I just remember at first uh, thinking they were really cheesy, and then and then just deciding I something, liked that cheesiness. Yeah, something oh, just clicked, yeah. sure. and I, I feel like it's just a switchy flip, and then I just opened myself up to uh, many things. The aforementioned Boston, and... Uh, and and any, any band that has sticks. a city or location yeah, as exactly. the name. <laughs> Thin Lizzy, Cheap Trick, you know, things along those lines. Yeah, yeah, it took me a while to... I just didn't get around to Thin Lizzy, because they don't get a lot of airplay, obviously, nor the early uh, Cheap Trick. Yeah, I know, it's, it's kind of interesting that regionally, I mean, Cheap Trick is, like, such a huge band in, in the Midwest, and then mm-hmm. people here are like, is that the band with uh, the Surrender? Is that them? Is that, is I that a thing? I didn't even really or? know Surrender. I just knew them from uh, the Don't Be Cruel or whatever from the 80s video. Oh, right, had written yeah. them off. Or maybe you want, don't, you know, you want me to want me. Yeah, the, the, live, yeah, the live version I want you to want me gets right, some classic right, right. rock airplay. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, it was, I remember that. That the was... flame, that that ballad, which, that was huge. But it's like it doesn't sound anything like them. No. It's not very representative of their catalog. Actually, a, sort of a sea change for me was watching Freaks and Geeks. This would be years ago now, and they, they had a whole I episode. I love that show. Great show. Trick yeah, yeah. Great episode, show. I believe. And I was like, oh, who is this? And you know, sort of sought it out. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, cheap trick. Well, and they, and they were a band that just had hit after hit, and you know, great. Great, great, amazing music, and, and great, and it's sort of things like, oh, you can see why they were a big deal in Japan, like the whole, you know, the whole big in Japan thing with Budokan. Like, oh, well, that makes sense because there's more to latch on to than you know, they're much more intelligent than say yeah. Kiss, not to make pick an easy target. Totally, it's it's pop music meets uh, you know heavy music, which I right. like. I like retaining that sense of pop and songwriting, obviously as well. So sure, yeah, that's that's it. That's, I forgot that Guar was still going for a minute. <laughs> Did he startle you? <laughs> and then I looked over what and I was like, that? oh my god, there's, there's something in my in my peripheral vision. What's what's happening? <laughs> it's a monster from under the bed. <clears throat> Anyways, I brought swag. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. So what, what do we have? I mentioned uh, this earlier, but I'm going to remind you. All right, that's enough, Guar. I get it. <laughs> they brought your IP. I've been making buttons and giving them to people because it's okay. like free art. So. so this is a... DJ real-time segment with buttons, and uh, she actually has dropped the buttons onto a table. Real-time. In, in real-time. Can you... In, let's explain what we're, what we're looking at here. These are buttons. Oh, I've just been making buttons okay. because I do art, and I feel like... You know, it's a free little thing that my friends can have and take with them. And looks like each one of these has a unique design of some sort. There's a uh, looks like some leaves here. There's some 
So a circle. Oh, this one's. I like this one with the coat again. hangers. All right, pick. Yeah, you get to pick your nice. favorite. Wait, I gotta sign it though. Oh, killer! So the, this really is importante. If you if you thought a, uh, a a radio show largely in the internet was insular before, these are things that only the people in this room are seeing. But let me tell you, it is delightful. <laughs> uh, so let's let's do this. Uh, we 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 kind of. Dance around a little bit. Oh, but uh, we, you know, real quick before before we move on, uh, documenting the repeat after me songs. I mean, to a certain degree, if if you know that a band is sort of on the wane, yeah, it, it kind of requires a certain amount of dedication. Back, like, all right, you oh, know, yeah. we came this far. Like, yeah, are, uh, are we going to climb the rest of this mountain and at least show that we got there? Are we going to plant this flag? Is yeah, that- it was it was a lot of wood chopping for sure. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think everyone was unified on the idea that we really felt that the songs were strong enough and needed, uh, you know, needed to be heard, so to speak. And we like recording uh, all of us. Uh, and they'll quite still a bit. stand. You know, you have, you know, the hundred, the the nice vinyl, the um, you know, the, 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 they'll still a testament to people will still be able to listen to it. Oh yeah, exactly. You know, so well, it's... frankly, uh, my taste has gone into the recording sphere more. You know, as I, as I've kind of gotten older. I mean, I think it's yeah, playing shows is awesome. I had a ton of fun doing a lot of that. Um, and writing is great too, and practicing. But recording is really fun. It's and like a whole third thing. Why don't we uh, speak a little more to that into Red Light Fever after this break? Uh, we're going to play a song by Tilts, good friend of the show. Uh, this is Titanium Falcon. <laughs>
You wouldn't say goodbye, and that, that's off a little project slash album slash single by a little little something something called Red Light Fever. That we happen to have somebody in the room, in this room right now, at uh, none other than than Radio Valencia. Conan uh, Neutron's Protonic Reversal. That's right. Anyways, <laughs> that's you, Rob. Yeah, that is me. Yeah. Can you tell us, and we alluded to this a little bit right now, you were getting into sort of the idea and process of, of recording. Uh, Red Light Fever is, is a fascinating concept. And mm-hmm. 
Uh, would you would you care to explain what what the concept is? Sure thing. Yeah. Uh, so the concept is to get um, kind of a pickup band together for one day, just an unrehearsed uh, band of studio ready uh, players, really good, really good players who haven't necessarily played together before, uh, for one day in a pro studio and uh, finish one finish recording one song in that day. Uh, final product uh, never gets touched again. All the arrangements, all every everybody learning to play. Everyone, you rehearse with the band at the beginning of the day. You track it. You do any overdubs and you mix it at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you walk out with the final mix. And uh, during that process, we document, um, you know, with video and, and photographs and everything, kind of the process of how it got made. Which is a pretty fascinating concept in in, in, in the idea of you know where we are now with with music production being you know to a certain degree much easier mm-hmm. and almost instantaneous and the in the distribution channels being widely available to everyone that the turnover for something you know there, there isn't necessarily need for gatekeepers or things along those lines so it, well it's easier in the sense of availability certainly but what i notice is that it can get a bit more um it just spreads out to to uh, fill any space you give it and so um you sure. know, honestly, I noticed that when I was recording uh, Map Maker, is that because we gave it infinite time, uh, it sort of took infinite time, and right. I think that's a problem that a lot of folks have. So, so the Red Light Fever thing is is more like a idea of compressing that time that you've got a day with people that, and for the most part, these are these are people that have not. I mean, they haven't played together. Correct. They, some of them don't even like know each other at all. Correct. Yeah. So I started it with an old friend who I'd been in previous bands with, who's actually living now on the East Coast, um, back near where we're from in Delaware. And uh, so we know have a bunch of connections over there, you know, other people in bands and such. Uh, and then I'm, I'm also conducting maybe that one guy that hasn't been outside um, Delaware, the hanging out in front of Mojo Thirteen still, right, waiting for a band guy, to show up. That guy, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> and um, yes, yeah, so we've been kind of trading sessions in Philadelphia and um, and in San Francisco. Um, yeah, the idea is just to sort of you know start by just relying on the the folks we know and friends of friends and people in bands in the area. And I think that. By compressing it, as you said, you get you just get something different out of out of people. You get something a little more instinctual. You get sort of yeah. <laughs> sorry, that was a UFO landing. That was loud. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, I, we should probably report that to I'm someone. I'm not good with technology. Come on. In this case, it's me though. I would be saying that. All right, Rob. Please continue. <laughs> no, no. Um, I just think you get a you get a different element out of it. You know, yes, when you produce something over a long period of time, um, I think you get something really cool as well. You get to sort of slave a, a slave over it and really think hard about it, but labor over it lab- maybe a little labor, bit. Yeah. yeah but you know, sometimes that labor can translate into uh, less energy and less interest. And you, I'm sure Conan knows the uh, process of being in a band, playing a song a thousand times, playing it at shows, and then finally you get to set it down and recording, and you're trying to chase some kind of dragon of a the best possible version of it. And the song's a little bit dead at that point. So, this yeah, one this is, is sort of the, the I mean, it's almost to a certain degree you have people like the arrangements changing as you're learning the song mm-hmm. and learning the visual cues of, of the people that you're playing with. That it's it's. It's exactly the opposite of that. To it's certain the opposite degree. of that. So the pressure's on, but it it also seems like it's you know it's a more fun experience. It's meant to be freeing though, even though yeah. the pressure, the time pressure is technically on. You're supposed to be freed up to just do what feels right and commit to it. I, I actually like I had read an article um, talking about these this type the different types of recording brick by brick, which is how I've done most of my recording in the past. Mm-hmm. You come in, you do a drum take, and then you layer things on top of it, or you know whatever you record the whole band and then you record vocals on top, etc. And at the end of that. You have to mix, and it's this huge process. 
uh, mixing because you've taken all these disparate, disparate elements recorded at different times and with different feelings sometimes and different tones, and you have to bring them together. And so mixing is this huge part of the process. And I'm sure you can quote Steve Albini on the concept of mixing and remixing, but what then they were talking about is in the older days when they used to make singles uh, in the pre-Beatles days uh, one song uh, one day was kind of uh, yeah, just the standard get in get out done on to the next one the band is the house band in, right. in those cases they come in they go here's the song here's the here's the lead sheet uh, learn it. Maybe they're cutting a couple singles that week. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> like there's not like a lot of laboring over it. It's not. It's not an expression of anyone's art necessarily beyond just the the playing and the doing. Oh yeah, I remember that thing. Uh, and it, yeah. I think it also yeah, it, re- it removes some of the ego from it too because sure. you know the ego of, of playing when you've been playing with people when you yourself have been playing for many many years and you're very competent or very good player. There's just you have a lot invested. Both I, in the I don't know what that is like, play. but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> So, competence? Yeah, com- competence. As opposed to Wait, do we say competence or competence? <laughs> you got to serve the song. You got to serve the song. That's that's That should be the goal. And, you know, we all strive for, whether we're in bands or, or whatever situation, you're, you're trying to write a part that serves um, the whole and not just you and not just as interesting for you or people who play your instrument. But anyway, so I think Red Light Fever is a way to get back to some of that and just play by instinct and have some fun while you're doing it and... Also, a little peek behind the curtains as to how songs sort of get put together in the studio. You know, a lot of people don't understand that one song in one full day at the studio is actually kind of an ambitious uh, thing to do. Sure, because, and again, as much as the, the distribution channels are there and the technology is there to have all this you know, instant availability and make it easy for anyone that, you know, kind of lower the barrier of entry for, for people to make music, I, I think there's also been this crazy change up uh, of the frame of that that people say oh it's real it's super easy to, to make a great song oh it just should come to you in you know 10 minutes and then you record i'm like well yeah i mean even if you have an idea for something that's great sure but you still have to execute it yeah. and if you're working in a collaborative environment you know there's all kinds of other factors the technology becomes better and more available but the demand for higher you know we have a higher threshold for what we'll sure. accept as quality in the old days when the Ronettes came in for Phil Spector, they just slapped a microphone in the middle of the room yeah. and played, and that's the song. And our audio quality index has changed quite a bit now. You know, so I think people... Uh, and if it was Phil Spector, maybe there's an actual slapping of the performers as well. But, uh, <laughs> hey! hey Get it on the track. Hey-o. Get it on the track. Mic it up. Mic it up. I really like what you said about um, doing what feels good and then committing to it, because I feel like that's really hard for most people, myself included you know like in any situation with art it's hard to communicate what is in your head and sometimes you have to like accept when it doesn't feel right or if it does feel right and you need to make changes to it and you know it's a really good way to put it too committing to something that feels right even if it's not what you had in your head but it you know it's right well and that's what we should all be doing i mean yeah one you have to come out of that day and accept that whatever happened happened and that's it right and that's yeah there's not gonna be any going back to it like there's not gonna be any uh you know chasing the dragon necessarily of but what you said too the flip side is i'm sure we've all been in situations where you're trying to make something work and you kind of know that it's not working but you're really putting a lot of effort in whether it's on a song or a relationship or whatever yeah at some point you give in yeah, this, exactly. The time constraint aspect helps you realize, you know what, I don't have time for this. Right, <laughs> exactly. Which is true of life, right? Yeah, so. life is short. Don't waste your time. Well, and I think it's, it's interesting that 
I think each of the the songs that have and if for those that are interested, there, there is a link in the chatterbox as well. It's redlightfever.com for more information on the the different singles and. And I don't, and Conan, I don't know if this is a well known thing, but I we my friends and I used the term red light fever to refer to. I I, I didn't know the term before, yeah. but yeah, go, go ahead, please explain the explain the term. Well, so. because the red light is you know lets you know that the recording the microphones are on. I see a red light in this room right now, a couple of them. <laughs> um, but you know, it's uh, trying to execute a part, um, and you're doing really well. You've, you practiced whatever, then the red light comes on, and you get a little tense because yeah. the the recording is on. And, and you, you know the pressure's on, and it's time to on. put up or shut up. So we, yeah. we would always call that red light fever, you know? Yeah, and that's that's an interesting concept, because that's something... I didn't really realize there was, there was a term for it, but it's something I've certainly experienced, uh, you know, myself, or and, and also seen others just... I've seen people, like, straight-up panic, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and just like, oh, man, it's too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, just, usually, if the engineer's worth their salt, like, all right, we're going to take a break now, and we're, we're yeah, going to come back to this. Yeah, the engineer comes in, calms it down. Yeah, and that's part part and parcel of the, the engineer as babysitter and mediator <laughs> <laughs> situation yeah. of recording. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a great... It's a great idea for uh, the name of the project as well because the, yeah, the idea is since you're you know, you're basically writing and arranging this song with people that you may not know and haven't played with, and you're in the same room with them, and th- there is like a high degree of okay, you can't work off you know if you're someone that plays in a band off of the cues of someone that you 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 already played with, you you're playing with people that you don't know what they're going to do next. They don't know what you're going to do next. You maybe don't know what you're going to do next. It's Mm -hmm. just a wild question mark across the sky of ambiguity. And I think that leads to interesting results, especially from people that maybe have a tried and true process of just, this is how they they do things all the time. Even someone like a... Like, I'd be interested to see like a Robert Pollard or a, a... a Bradley Weisenberger from the the Book Burners, who was a previous guest on the show, you know, b- big fans of like the, the instant songwriting sort mm-hmm. of the school of thought. I think it's even the fact that you're you're they have the ambiguity of you have different people involved in the process, and it's not the same every time. Mm-hmm. I think that's sort of like an X factor that kind of is going to keep everybody anybody guessing. I think that's for me anyway. That's fascinating to listen to, like what the final product is, and the fact that there's documentation of it, and you see how it came together is great. And that's that's super interesting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if it was me, I would say this could be on, like, you know, whatever, like Bravo or, I don't know, one of these television channels or something along those lines. Yeah. Well, so far we've just... Hint, yeah. hint. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Bravo. Somebody. Hey. Hey. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, that would be great. You know, we're sort of just getting it started right now and kind of figuring out exactly how uh, how to how to talk about it and how, how it should work. And we've done a few now, and uh, I think they've been, been getting better and better. So it's, so it's been great. I should mention that last one didn't involve me at all. Uh, physically, anyway, um, that was recorded in Philadelphia um, with uh, uh, my partner, uh, who's called Phil, and some people who play in bands over there that he knew, you know, friends of friends kind of things that we got together for that day. He's called that. He's called Phil, but... Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and it's... it's the, the interesting thing about it is, to, to me, is that it can... It is something that can happen anywhere. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. And, and it doesn't have to ha- even have... People in this, I, I, I could see it if it were to take off a bit more and go a little bit even outside. Like maybe, yeah, it, it would be something that you could have all kinds of different. You know, I'm talking about the six degrees of Kevin Bacon kind of thing. Of you could have, you know, I'm sure people will always like 
things that are involving with famous people, but you could have this, the same situation with, with bands that are, are well-known as yeah. well. And, like, what would that sound like? You don't know. But it's going to be just the same situation as here is that when you listen to it, it doesn't really sound like what you would hear out normally out of these particular musicians. Yeah. But it kind of does at the same time. And I think that's... I, I can't think of another thing that does that. So that, that to me, is what makes it super fascinating, where it's like, wow, this is, like, very... Very unique and of its time, and it's a very smart idea, sir. And, and uh, not only am I going to talk about it, I, I would like to say that uh, give her some applause for that. So, Red Light Fever, Cheers, thank you. RedLightFever.com. You can uh, see you can see on Facebook as well. Uh, is, there a, is there a Twitter? Yeah, uh, I believe it's Red Light Fever One. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone, someone took... jumped ahead of me on that. Oh, As man. in, we're number one. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and red uh, redlightfever.bandcamp.com. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right to to check out all the singles, and they're all available for free download. But if you yep. want to kick in some money for it, that kind of helps the process I along. I probably, right? I think we're heading towards. Uh, we have a few more songs to release in this kind of first phase, and you know, still this was sort of the testing phase of trying to get some people interested, and um, then we're going to try to go into a phase two, which might involve a more of a fundraising aspect. So, so stay sure. tuned. Kind of building a little bit of a body work so people know. Mm-hmm. And what the deal? And on the Red Light Fever website as well, which there is a link for in the chat box, there there is um, there are links to some of the uh, some of the video as well, which I find to be very interesting. I mean, I'm also someone that I'll watch a music documentary even if I don't like the band. Yeah, because <laughs> I like I like I enjoy the process. I love process too. That's, yeah, that's what that's what motivates me too. And like seeing it's really it can be a little inside baseball, like I said, yeah, but I totally. find it so fascinating to just. When I was a kid, I, you know, that's why you read the liner notes too. That's why you, sure. I want to know everything. Yeah, who do, who do these bands hang out with? Who do they play with? What is what is this You're like? Like studying the photos inside the record cover. Like, what does that one mean? Are they sitting? Yeah, they're smoking cigarettes. Are they smoking jazz cigarettes? What are they doing? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I personally love to read the thank you lines because yeah. it's sure. really interesting. Sometimes the people they throw in as a thank you, it's like. Oh. Exactly. Some 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 people will be, uh, you know, thank you, Mother Teresa. Some people are thank you, Mussolini. That's, <laughs> right. that's how it works. Well, it's the mystique of being in a band, I guess. But you know, you have to kind of throw some curveballs out there, right? Absolutely. And, and I guess, in the interest of, of full disclosure, we, we should mention that I did participate in one of the Red Light Fever sessions. Oh, and, and you were great, Conan. Uh, and that was that was it was a blast, and it was <laughs> it was high pressure <laughs> to a certain degree, but it was also uh, it was neat for me because it did put me in a position where okay. I'm gonna. I don't. This is not how I normally operate. You're and, uh, you're, you're generally a frontman type. Yeah, and in, and in this case, especially because let's just say it had been a rough night the night earlier, uh, there there was a switch up even that you know I, I just I played quote unquote lead guitar on the oh, song, okay. which is not something I'm usually doing at you, all. You did great, and I think that's the. But again, that's the point. Push you a little bit out of your yeah. comfort zone and get something different out of you, and then of course we got to work together in the studio, which, which we had never done previously. Yeah. So that was great. And that was a, it cool. had a neat had a neat vibe, and it doesn't sound anything like anything I've done before. And uh, yeah, it was really fun being part of that process. And it, when was this? Um, this was the second session, right? Yeah, so this, this was, I um, think it was recorded back in February, but we released okay. it in April. April. Yeah. Okay, right. so yeah. it's on the Bandcamp. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. And cool. in fact, uh, I got Music I got video. it queued up. So uh, yeah. Now that we're chatting here we so go. much about if, it. if you want if you want to hear a DJ real time drop, those lead lines. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. I do. Uh, so and you know we're, we're approaching the second hour here. I know you got to get going, Rob. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we? Uh, no, I think we covered it. Cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm really glad you had me in, and uh, thanks for playing some of the songs. And I'm, I did bring you. Yeah, the, we'll, uh, we'll we'll do we'll play more of them in the future as well. And repeat after me bandcamp.com, redlightfever.com, also on Bandcamp. Yeah, uh, get this. This uh, it's 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 always difficult to have people in from bands and they'll bring in a record and you just like, oh it looks cool you need to check it out and it's hard to convey that over the radio but sure. this, it is pretty awesome that you you can you know it's it's there to color in yeah. like it's it, it's an active thing so that means that if you're doing it right Every single record is going to be unique in its way. Now, there's also like you know the of the world that are going to like oh well let's make sure that the crayons stay untouched and uh, you know no one but you know it, I don't it, think we have any of those out there, Connor. <laughs> there there are those those people as well. I just want to point out too that on the on the fronts on the side one of the record we have a uh, the image of <laughs> the first state of our nation, Delaware. Delaware. <laughs> Thank you. And on the back, yeah, no, I think this California. is California. This, right. this is a bit of a you know it's a nice coda to uh, my my time here in california and uh i've had a terrific time and uh yeah so check it out cool and now you know i'll be playing a couple of those more of those songs and I, if we if we were show that at a limited time i'd play some jams some more jams out there but we'll, we'll we'll keep repeat after me in rotation don't don't worry don't worry none about that just get yourself a copy of this vinyl uh it's great and uh red light fever also great hey rob thank you so much for coming in man thanks guys and uh, this is uh this is illinois
Turbo Lightning with Oh Oh Oblivion. It's a great little band. I, I like them a lot. They're a band from LA. They um, played the Pier of Barbecue West, and it was pretty wonderful. And so if you're looking to check out more from them, that's turbolightning.bandcamp.com. Uh, they, they got a cassette. So if you're the kind of person that likes cassettes, there's like a, a gatefold cassette situation going on. That's pretty cool. You know, it, it, it's a nice package, even if you're not a cassette person. Uh, the artwork is pretty fantastic. There, there's a there's the actual artwork, and then there's a child's rendering. I don't know who the child is of the artwork on the inside. So you get kind of like both <laughs> sides of it. Cool. It's, it's it's kind of yeah. It's pretty interesting. I, I would love to to see it in a in a wider format. Wider format? White, wider format. White as in white. Like the color. <laughs> I'm making it about Relax race, there. basically. Yeah, I would, I would like to see it in a larger format, I suppose. Might be the, might be the way to put format. it. Okay, got it. Uh, more. I would like more, please. More. That's what I'm saying. Just more, more Turbo Lightning in general. That's a, that's a hell of a band. They're going to be coming back to SF and Oakland in uh, this fall, like September, I think. So please look out for them. They, they put on a, a hell of a show. Um, and it, it's pretty great. Um, you are listening to Conan Neutron's Protonic Reversal. That's right. <laughs> she got all kind of like dubstep there at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was actually like um, protons. Oh, that was know. actually. It was actually spinning, uh, spinning around. Reversal. Mm-hmm. Nice. Reversing. <laughs> they were actually, the protons were reversing I, I'm right then. I'm pretty sure that's what her mind was thinking. I don't know. Maybe she'll call in and verify that. I, I wish I wish they were here right now. I miss I miss them, Happy Fangs. They're, 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 so, they're so delightful. They're so awesome. What a great show that was. That it was. was. Uh, I mean, so, so much to love about Happy Fangs. I mean, yeah. Not just our... Aren't, they aren't just delightful people and great guests, but they they bring the damage and the the songs mm-hmm. are catchy. That was your first time seeing them, right? Yeah, yeah, that was my first time with everything. Well, I mean, you... well, not everything in life, <laughs> but on air, seeing them, meeting them, right, right, hearing them. Well, not hearing them. I I heard them before, but I... you hadn't really necessarily dived deep into. Well, there's not just like a five song EP. There's not a lot to to dive into, I suppose. But you didn't really know from Happy Fangs before, right? Exactly. Uh, they put on a really good show. I mean, I think Rebecca's probably one of the, the best front people I can think of that, that's going right now. She's a she has a great personality. A yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, live, they, I was really impressed. Not that like I'm hard to impress, but <laughs> I we will to impress you later. <laughs> <laughs> it's time sensitive. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was, you know, I went to the benefit for the sake of being supported yeah, and sure. all that. And I was sitting. And you got a treat. I was like, wow, this is really awesome. Yeah, they're, they're uh, and, and again, can't, can't uh, mention it enough that if you are in any of the places the Happy Fangs are playing, you need to go see them play because they're, mm-hmm. uh, they, they are, they are really great. And I've seen them, I've seen them more than a few times and the addition of Jess on drums is, is I think actually like a huge a huge thing for them because like, she does some backup vocals as well and it's 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 a good show 
So before it was just the two of them? It was them? just the two of them and they had a drum machine, yeah. Oh, okay. And yeah. Now, now they are a Anist Guinness three-piece band and... They're, With a female drummer. Who Super is hot. awesome. Hitting, hitting, hitting it hard. Mm-hmm. Hitting it hard. Mm-hmm. She's hitting the drums. Mm-hmm. She's hitting right. hard. I'm back by that. You look perplexed for a minute, so... Well, you know, that could mean mostly drums, but other things, too. <laughs> Real-time drop, what are, you, what are you suggesting here? What are I, you alluding to? I'm not to? suggesting anything. I don't suggest things. I'm very literal. Don't follow my lead at all, people. <laughs> you may be led astray. I love it. <laughs> I got a lot of, as you might can tell, I got, I got a lot of... Uh, a lot of sound clips out of the last, yeah, the, the last episode. Um, That's pretty awesome. <laughs> we have answers, and we have sound clips. Oh, so here we are. This radio thing is really interesting. My second experience. This is your second ever time, them. yeah. And I think that's something that we we sort of glossed over on uh, the last show is that that was your first time on the radio let alone like like hosting a radio show right oh yeah yeah my first time I, yeah so what do you think it's fun i like it <laughs> so perky well it's early it is and, and it's i literally woke up at seven and was like oh it's thursday i i should i i'm i should be somewhere okay one well, for, for me that's uh, and l- let's be clear there, there's no better thing bit if you will on a radio show that happens in the morning than someone talking about how hard it is to do a radio show in the morning but <laughs> when i yeah first thing when when i wake up I, I, there's always just a oh yeah god what am oh. and then <laughs> by the time i actually get up and you know like well, for me it's like there's there's a whole routine i got to feed the cats you know mm-hmm. this and that and then i'm like okay all right okay all right well, okay Radio show. Right, what am I going to talk about today? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Do I know anything? I don't think I know anything. I don't think there's anything to talk about. What, what's going nothing. on? Who's on? It's like, and then like I'll, I'll kind of, and then as as it progresses, and then I, I end up biking over to uh, to Bart to hop on Bart to come over here. I usually end up, yeah, you know, I'm awake enough that I'm like, okay, okay. I think I think I know what this show's going to look like, and then it ends up, it never ends up being what I look like, by the way, but. And then today, the Bart was was I almost I almost felt like it, I should have been riding one of those uh, those bucking bronco machines that they have in the in the old time bars because every every stop it was like ka-dunk. oh god I hate that it's <laughs> so scary ka-dunk. and they're just kind of seizing yeah. forward uh, for for whatever reason I don't know if it was like maybe the bar driver was getting trained or they were new but there was a <laughs> lot of people that just were being shaken out of their daily malaise. By being that was very eloquent, jolted forward. The daily malaise, yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird when Bart trains make movements or sounds that you feel like they shouldn't. You know, creaking. <laughs> right. If they're, if they're making a sound where you're like, "What is, is that? that? Is that does that sound okay? Like, is that yeah? Is that an okay thing that that sound is happening? <laughs> yeah. And the idea of well, I think they're run by computers mostly, and the drivers are like insurance in case the computer. Something messed up. Well, that computer up. must have been drinking last night because it's <laughs> <laughs> some season forward. Maybe. I mean, it was a bummer. I mean, I was, I was fine. I was holding on to a handle like a, you know, like a responsible person. But there were people that were sitting there all busy on their phone and, you know, practically knocking them into each other. Danger, Will Robinson. Yeah. It was, uh, so that, that, that's a thing. And then, you know, hop, hop on the bike, you know, coming in the studio, play, play the mission bingo, the, the rap battle flyers are gone. So I don't know if that battle is now over. I don't know who won. 
don't know who got the prize from last I'm week. I'm sure it's a lifelong battle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's sort of like the, the it's the mind camp of uh, of rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I imagine it. Okay, uh, you know it's, it's I'm probably right. It's more of a rap war than a rap battle because <laughs> the, there are campaigns you win and you lose, but. Wait, so you saw a woman crossing Oh, she was diagonally. Yeah, crossing diagonally, not like diagonally against traffic, not looking like and not looking like she had a care in the world about it. And there was traffic. There was people driving and the and the you know, the guy was like, What the Yeah. What am I've I gonna do? That. Run her over? That's a thing here. Yeah. It definitely like you know you're in San Francisco when you see people crossing and shouldn't, or naked people when they shouldn't be naked because <laughs> it's too cold. Or just yeah random many things about this place i was actually recently at the big wheels race that happens on vermont street i'm not familiar with like big wheels like the, the child's toy you're oh you're not familiar yes okay, okay. so this, this sounds like a how, this is how a san thing. francisco can you be kind of situation but well i mean people say lombard is the curviest street but vermont is actually the curviest street it's in patrol okay. hill and every year they have a big wheels race, which is the child toy. Um, and yeah, you know, where in it, it, it's like a like a tricycle, but kind of plastic, plastic and small. Yeah. And they use like their tassels on the right. on the handles, mm-hmm. like it's a. And you sit your butt on it and use your feet to like move because yeah. there's no, you know, your kids. Yeah, if you're a child, you're using the pedals, but if you're if you're an adult, you're probably yeah. not unless you have freakishly short legs. Yeah, which I mean. Maybe, but anyways, <laughs> no judgments. Thousands Just of love. adults get together and race down Vermont. Oh wow! In big big wheels, which is one of like the the twistiest yeah. streets. So thousands. I'm Probably I'm talking world. I'm talking like you know, three thousand people. Okay. Down this twisty street, so they do it in sections where they'll like release like okay, there's we we have a hundred people lined up go, oh. and everyone dresses up. Some people go naked. <laughs> you know, it's like crazy. Any town. excuse for people to get naked? It was like, oh, can we do it naked? Exactly. Sold. I was I was there watching this, and I was like, this is so weird. Actually, no, it's not weird at all. I'm in San Francisco. It's very, this is completely normal. Yeah. And naked people. Can there be costumes? Yeah, sure, exactly. There can be costumes. Can it's, there be drinking? Yeah, there can be drinking. Okay, cool. Sounds, <laughs> I'm in. It's so. I was funny. doing those things anyway. I already. <laughs> I, I, know, had, I was at the Bart station I, naked with alcohol. And I was just I'm sitting here. here with a 40 of Mickey's in my Thor costume with nothing to do. So let's, let's get on a big now wheel. I'm part sure, of society. Not? That's great. <laughs> no, I I'm mean, part of a community now. This yeah, is beautiful. I have others. Um, there are others like me yeah. with fringe interests. <laughs> well, it's interesting, you know, because Rob was just talking about San Francisco and how people hate on it and stuff. And it's like moments like that. I really appreciate a that I moved out of the South because I'm from the sure. South. Sure, which you would. I think it's pretty safe to say there would not be a big wheel race no. of any kind. No, it would be a whole different otherwise. animal. I mean, maybe something of a similar intention, but definitely a whole <laughs> different animal. So here, sure. it's like I'm I'm standing here like this is normal. This is awesome. Like. Yeah, I could be weirded out if I was that type of person. But any person, even if they were weirded out, would appreciate. The, 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 there's some the there's joy to it, and just per- and yeah. ridiculousness. There's an embrace of the preposterous, uh, the, right? So how can you hate on that? I don't know. I mean, you can hate on high rent prices. It's kind of messed sure. up. What's you know? Yeah, was there anyone that was like sitting on this on the side of the uh, of the race and just going? 
just like sitting there with a the gas face. Nope. I don't like this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine no. there was anybody I mean, that was being a wet blanket about it. I, Maybe I, they were like, "Wow, noise!" I'm, I saw some wet blankets, but they were just natural, like you know, being resting with, bitch face. Yeah, rest. You know, they're not <laughs> trying to be an asshole, but they are. They, they just look like one anyway. Yeah, I mean, it happens in life. That's okay. That's I fine. don't have to talk to them. I, that's why I live where I do. There you go. Uh, here's a song by a band called Primes. This is a tetra tetragrammatron.
Thomas Jefferson to the deuce. The deuce deuce? <laughs> no, that's the 22. Uh, Cuatro Hombres is the name of that record. That's the second record by the band Tilts. A clear, <laughs> awesome and obvious homage to uh, Tres Hombres, the ZZ Top record. That is featuring former Protonic Reversal guest, Mr. Andrew Elsner, who also plays in Torch. He was on... Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. A few episodes ago, and he's a pretty awesome dude. And Tilts are a great band. Tilts also mm-hmm. do the song Ozark Bowtie. Isn't Torch from Miami? So Torch is... Steve Brooks lives in San Francisco now. Oh, okay. Um, Rick the drummer lives in Miami. Uh, and, oh, God. Um, Jonathan Nunez lives in Georgia, I think. And then Andrew moved there, but he was living in St. Louis. So St. Louis is a uh, is actually the home of Tilts. But Andrew has moved now, okay. so they're doing a tour as well. Oh, okay. And one of the reasons why... The show's going to be remote. Is that I'm going to be staying a few weeks after the a uh, few weeks, Jesus, a few days after the PRF barbecue, and doing oh, okay. a show from the Midwest because I, they're playing at the Cactus Club. I've actually never got the chance to see them play because I've never played the West Coast, oh, and I do really okay. like Tilt. Obviously, I love the band. I represent them all the time. It's the mm-hmm. theme song for the show. Is a Tilt song. Yeah, and for me, they are kind of everything that is great and good about classic rock. And it's a very classic rock themed episode yeah. to, to a certain degree. Yeah, that's you don't really mean up. it to be. Yeah, it's it's organic, which is a good yeah, thing. Yeah, it's it's a re- so this time next week you'll be somewhere and, else. Yeah, this so this time in this time next week I will be yeah, and I'm my winging my way to the Midwest. There will be a show, um, but then the next two episodes are going to be remote. So there will be. There will be a show. It will be a little bit different. It will not be from the Radio Valencia Studios. Um, But then we will be back after that. And originally we were going to have John Yingling from the World Underground um, first week of July. I think we might have... He had to... uh, It's a long story that's really uninvolved and not very interesting for the air. Ah. But I think we were going to have... We... We'll see. Uh, there's a, there's actually a very exciting guest that and I'm not going to say anything until it's confirmed, but it should be a very exciting show, which will be uh, July 3rd. And then there's going to be a very special show on July 5th, which is a Saturday, 12 to 2, where we're uh, going to be taking over the metal show that normally happens during that run. And Mr. Evan Gritson is going to be sitting in as well. So that's going to be a Saturday uh, Real time drop. You are more than welcome to come to that show. If, I if you'd will like certainly to as well. make time in my wide open schedule <laughs> for that. You are listening to Radio Valencia and Protonic Reversal. We are here, deep in the heart of the mission, center of everywhere, and we are we are coming at you with, with some rock and roll. It is the center we, of everywhere. We, we thank you for listening. Um. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're we're getting 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 down to the down to the wire here. We got a few more few more songs for you. Anything anything else on on your mind? I'm trying to think of. Oh, you know what? We had last episode of Cosmos was this was this week. Oh, I haven't seen which, it. Which uh, oh, Cosmos is so good. It's like if you're into science, 
and I Well, am. I mean, I know about Cosmos, but the last episode is... Yeah. Well, I'm speaking to the listener now, even though I'm looking at you. If oh, you okay. But if you're into That's science... <laughs> it is awkward. <laughs> I'm, glad you fig- I mean, I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> Cosmos is amazing. It, it presents all these wonderful scientific facts and things in a way that is is meant not necessarily for the science estate, but for the the casual observer and the, the casual citizen of the world and the cosmos. And it's done in a way that's very entertaining, as evidenced by the uh, the swell of music underneath me. This is the theme song, and Neil deGrasse Tyson is a wonderful host. And I, I think there's 13 episodes of it. Just I don't know if that's meant to be just a big middle finger to superstition. And the, the last episode just aired. And tomorrow's Friday the 13th. It is. And, and you were mentioning during the break that, well, we'll, 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 get, we'll get to that in a second. But uh, do yourself a favor, stream all the Cosmoses. Uh, obviously, the original Carl Sagan Cosmos is amazing as well. But I love the fact that Seth MacFarlane bankrolled the whole thing and that it's, you know, it showed on Fox on to people that are, you know, Family Guy was the lead in. Like, that's fantastic to me. And I think that that's kind of things like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it makes me proud of our culture, right? In, in, in a way where you're normally you know, like, like, oh, I get it, you know. And well, and, and there's absolutely zero quarter given of any kind to the quote unquote equal time. Like, no religious fundamentalists, you don't get to. It's not like opinions differ on world shape. It's nutcase thinks the world is flat, <laughs> which I think is yeah. great. That that's uh, there should be more of that. I yeah, mean, science is important. Science is science is important. It's very it. important and interesting. I am an adult, and I you know, have even you, as a kid, I thought it was inter- interesting. So, and having more, to, I love that. I love that Rebecca gone bad from Happy Fangs was when I asked her if she had seen Cosmos. She said, "No, I'm waiting until I have kids." So I was like, <laughs> well, you can see it twice, you know, like or, or three times or four times. But I think that, that was an amazing answer. But mm-hmm. you, you were mentioning during the break, Friday the 13th, you, is this an urban legend or is this uh, a real thing that... I don't... Um, I've heard this that could be important you can information. get free tattoos on Friday the 13th from some places and some tattoo artists participate in this. I think it's like not really an hmm. urban legend, but just a known thing. Although, clearly, I'm confused. <laughs> so if someone could call in and confirm this for me, who's I'd it? like I was gonna to say, know. Who is that known by? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, it's come up several times through my friends okay. mentioning, oh, we should go do that. That that would be fun. And I would like to do it if it's real. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never, I've never heard that before. That doesn't mean it's not real. Because I, I only have one tattoo. It took me 28 years to, to get it. And it's a uh, stylized carbon atom. That's pretty cool. Because, of course, I'm going to neutrons. Of course, that's going to be what it is. Mm-hmm. And in, in the in the intervening years since then, I've never been able to come up with a design for uh, another tattoo. So I am probably not the target market. But if you have information about whether or not tattoo shop, well, is, is they'll just give you. This has got to be like a catch. Got to be like, well, it's a Burger King logo, or like, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> you know, think something you, I where, don't think you necessarily get to pick it. Sometimes they have um, like a bowl or a gumball machine where you, you know, you get a random tattoo basically, and you have to get that one. Okay, so that that, I mean, that might be what you get. But it, but if this is a true thing, please call four one five nine six two seven nine seven nine. Call us and let us know if you have information on whether or not you get free tattoos on Friday the thirteenth, which is. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. And also a full moon. Watch out. 
<laughs> things might get crazy in San Francisco. You've heard of red light fever? Is it going to be full moon fever? Oh, man. Good Tom Petty record. People everywhere. By the way. I like, I like <laughs> yeah. full moon fever, even not with the heartbreakers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know a thing about that. I'm gonna. I'm really curious. Please, someone call in. Please if quench you have my curiosity. On that, please, uh, please let us know. So I, I think we're gonna play. Let's let's play another song here. Um, I'm gonna play a Happy Fang song. How about that? Because we have our, our friends from the from the show. Well, don't put those away yet. I want to take a look at those. Okay. Uh, who are on tour now? Happy Fangs. Happyfangs.bandcamp.com. Uh, they're on. They're on Facebook. East Coast listeners. They're playing pianos tonight. They're playing um, Pittsburgh tomorrow. Um, they're, they're all over the place. If you if you live here in San Francisco, July 18th at the Elbow Room, I'm gonna be there. Is that, is that the same night as New Order? I hope not. I got like expensive tickets for New Order. Uh, I don't know if it's the same night. We have the interweb though. We I know can we, we can we can. Well, how about we sort that out? And you guys listen to Happy Fangs.
McCluskey, To Hell with Good Intentions. That's off of the classic at this point. It's good, yeah, I can call that classic. I think it's been over about 10 years. Uh, McCluskey, Do Dallas record. <laughs> Honestly, I at the time, I was still reviewing records, and I totally panned it. I didn't get it. I, I, no, actually, I got it. I just didn't like it. And you then, didn't get it in what way? I, I just I, I gave it a very mediocre review. I didn't I didn't I was like eh whatever like I was like oh, this has one good song Pixies Jesus was here and I get it you know was, was oh, the summation of my review and then I went back and listened to it a couple of months later after having people crowed me about it and I was like ah this record's fantastic I I can't I shouldn't be doing this anymore I shouldn't be reviewing records anymore and that's actually when I stopped reviewing records really yeah because I, it was, was was fantastic and I couldn't hear it because I was so burned out from listening to music. Yeah, I mean, that happens, though, and the f- people go through stages and change, and it doesn't mean you're wrong or and, and it, it's bad. Stopping, uh, not reviewing, is someone a lawnmower? What the hell is going on down there? Yeah, <laughs> I think there is a, a lawnmower A weed whacker, going. something along <laughs> those lines. Uh, it it kind of made, made me enjoy music more when I, when I actually stopped reviewing records because I was doing it so oh, much that and, yeah. and, and I realized yeah when, when I was like okay this record is fantastic and I wasn't able to hear that that means it's time to stop right that. so, so just, what publication were you reviewing oh, records gosh. for I don't know this uh, Skyscraper uh, Shredding Paper Guardian um, the San Francisco Guardian not the UK one. Oh yeah important <laughs> distinction some stuff for Chunklet uh, I was I was busy. I was all busy with the writing. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. You know, it was nice to having provided an avenue for bands that otherwise, just like this show, wouldn't necessarily otherwise get heard. Yeah. To be able to tell people like, hey, you know, you need to know about this. This is a thing you need to know. About. Yeah. Which is why I realized I was compromised when I heard a record, listened to it, right. listened to enough to write a review, and you know, felt that I had got it. I really. You know, wasn't hearing with the right ears anymore. So it was, yeah. it was good to know, it's like, okay, I need to stop doing this now if I need yeah. to, and do something else. That's, well, that's great that you were able to realize that. Also, before that, we had Happy Fangs, who we talk about quite frequently on the show because they're lovely and delightful. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Happy Fangs are delightful. <laughs> uh, with that activity, and I, I really can't wait to hear. Well, I mean, first of all, let's, let's let's be clear. They're on tour right now. If you're listening in uh, Chicago or uh, Pittsburgh or New York, they're they're coming to your town. Toronto, Bovine Sex Club. I'm never going to forget that name. That's a good name. That's uh, m- memorable. Yeah, you don't forget the Bovine Sex Club. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget the Bovine Sex Club. You Even if you try. You, you can't try forget. all you want. You ain't going to forget that one. Uh, wonderful band. Just wonderful. I, I can't wait to hear their recorded stuff with Jess, with with live drums. I, I think it's going to be kind of moved up to the next level to a certain degree. Because I've, I've been a fan of Happy Fangs pretty much since the beginning. Early adopter, early supporter. Mm-hmm. NBD. No big deal. Oh, yeah. That's what that means. <laughs> but All these acronyms. You know, and for whatever that's... And that's largely based on the fact that... Uh, Rebecca's previous band, My First Earthquake, I liked quite a bit too. I mean, they were definitely more, you know, pop oriented. But mm-hmm. she's just such a dynamic performer and personality. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. Yeah, she really, is. she has quite a personality. And I, I think it, it works great in in the band, and I think they put on a wonderful show. And I think that that benefit was wonderful. That was. Mm-hmm. 
That was a great time. I uh, I was really impressed that the ten dollar all you can drink was actually Anchor Steam Cali Lager. I was ex- yeah, well, I was it wasn't it wasn't a, or something. Yeah, like a dirt bag beer, right? Yeah, which is no. fine <laughs> which by is me. Fine. Yeah, I like that stuff yeah. too. But I was sure. like, oh. Anchor Steam. All right. Yeah. Getting my money's worth. We're in it to win it. (laughs) (laughs) I was legit. I hope you guys. Is that happening again at any time? In the near future. That's a good question because that was a blast and and Benders uh, loved it. They, um, you know, I mean that that was, yeah, that was that was a pretty fun that was a pretty fun event. We, I ended up on mic. I was interviewing. I interviewed Adam from Hurry Up Shotgun and Rebecca. I got really saucy with uh, Maldor who does the. (laughs) <laughs> show on Sunday, Uh-oh. in a funny way. I I, I would hope anyway. He, he, yeah, because um, you're a saucy he, man. He Rebecca sat down and was like, "So, who are you? Where, where are you from?" And I think he, what he meant it is like, "Where did you come from musically?" But I just immediately leaped on. I'm like, "Well, if you ever listen to my show, you know all about it." Because she was on Thursday, you know, whatever. It was it was a radio <laughs> bit, but it was wow. great because Rebecca dived right into it as well because yeah. she's you know super That's, quick, super mm-hmm. sharp. But there there I, I don't know if there's a podcast for that or what, but literally could not get more insular than the conversation we're having right now about the benefit that we just had from Radio Valencia and another show on Radio Valencia with another Radio Valencia DJ. Mm-hmm. That needs to happen again. Not the, the insular part, but the the, <laughs> the benefit part. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I would volunteer to help with the planning or the sure. the motivating if that is needed. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that being a community-run station and uh, having the needs that you have to keep something like this going, there probably will be a need for money again. Yeah. So, so we probably will have another benefit again. And Okay, well, we, we, we should figure this out and then re-announce it. We're, we're, we're going to go figure this out. Let's listen to some Fugazi.
Enough of the great record Roland Minnesotabandcamp.com. That that first record, the the vinyl of it actually sold out and it's out of print now. And that record is just nonstop hits as well. So if you like that minutes band that I like to play, you should absolutely positively get yourself a copy of that record. And yeah, cause soon because if it's, it's rocking, out of, if yeah. it's out of print, that it's gone, it's gone. Someone's archive somewhere. Uh, you can all, you can get that at the Discord site as well, um, which ties in nicely with the fact there was a little band called Fugazi before that. Maybe you've heard of them. Who? Five Corporations, which I think now is down Being to... what? Down, it's down to three, I think, now. But <laughs> that's just how old that song is. <laughs> Ugh, ain't that depressing. Yeah, the world and stuff. But I'm super excited that I get to see Minutes play at the PRF Barbecue Chicago. So that's that's good. I'll, that's really awesome. Yeah, maybe try to maybe try to talk to those guys. Maybe see if they can get them as a call-in guest or something along those lines. Ooh, that'd be I'd, cool. I'd love to love to speak with them. So when when is the PRF Barbecue? Next 
now is it next weekend? I guess it is next weekend. Gosh, yes, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in Chicago, uh, Chicago in the summer. Not the band, no, the no. place. I will not be in in the band Chicago that I'm aware of. I mean, I haven't gotten the call. I'm sitting here by the phone. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know, maybe maybe Chicago the band will finally call me and uh, you know take me on the uh, take me on the train success. Oh, there's Chicago now. Hello? No, uh, that's not Chicago. <laughs> but no, I will be in the city of Chicago. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. it. It should be a pretty great time. It's going to be hot. It's going to be so hot. Hot out there. With two T's. <laughs> we may add an extra T for the extra hotness. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the plan. That's the idea. <laughs> All right. Well, we, are, we, are, we have come to the end of our, of our broadcast Day here, and I can't believe it. Always, it always, it always feels like, oh, now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. But I know it wraps up so quickly. Uh, yeah, but here we are. It's been a fun show. Uh, mm-hmm. Rob Cassis from uh, Repeat After Me, Red Light Fever. Check that stuff out. Uh, the Map Maker vinyl. It's legit. Super legit. Too legit, legit to quit. <laughs> Red Light Fever. Redlightfever.com. Legit with two T's. <laughs> You've been listening to Radio Valencia. And we thank you for that. Photonic reversal. It's found every Thursday, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Say anything else? No, I think that's good. Just a Are we good? fond farewell. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah until next time I guess right. Mm-hmm. Signing off. Indeed. You listen to Radio Valencia, RadioValencia.fm, RadioNeutron.com, the podcast, and all the information about whatever we play. Thanks for listening. I've got. 50,000 watts of power. I want to ionize the air. This microphone turns sound into electricity. Can you hear me now? Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now?
broadcasting if there's no one there to receive Thank mm-hmm. you. 